Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I am your host, Amber Hurdle, and this is a very safe place for powerful women to come to learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. And I just always like to point out every so often that when we use the word bombshell, it's not because we're trying to highlight somebody who's remarkably um, attractive according to you know whatever standards are right now. Being a bombshell is all about stepping into that power and turning heads because of your refreshing confidence. And that's why I am tickled pink to introduce you to my new friend, Cass Thomas, and really dive into some of the dynamics behind communication that help us become more confident communicators. So before we dive in, let me tell you a little bit about her. Cass Thomas is a successful business entrepreneur and speaker. The depth of her career experiences inspires people to explore more choice and change. Her expertise advocates for using communication to redirect the point of view to accommodate someone's ability to hear you, invite people to greater possibilities, to open opportunities to obtain your goals, and to get clear about what you want from every encounter. Now, I can just drone on about all of that for an hour, but let's not do that because we have an expert on the show. Cass, welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Thank you so much, Amber. It's a pleasure, pleasure to be here. There's part of me that doesn't even know where to begin. And when I was getting excited about having you on the show, I was like, okay, ground yourself first. Let's just start with step one, (laughs) because I feel like right now on so many levels, whether it's um, communicating across generations, um, communicating across cultures, there's so much, I mean, just political spectrum, there's so much talking and not hearing. There's so much, I want you to do it my way, hear it my way, experience it my way, and then really losing the plot on not actually getting what you want in the end, because you won't consider how does this person want to be communicated with? What would entice this person to be interested in being curious about what I have to say? So can we just start, because this is a big pain point in a lot of my customers' uh, professional lives. Can we just start with how, what, what is like the general way of going about this? Say, for example, um, I'm used to communicating a certain way. I've been, my leaders have always been baby boomers. I'm Gen X. I think you need to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and get the job done no matter what it takes. And now I have all of these, they're really now complaining about Gen Z, not as much millennials because they don't want to work and they don't want to do this. And I should be able to talk to them this way. But then Gen Z communicates a completely different way. And it's a big, cluster. So can you just start unpacking and tell us your expertise and genius, please? <laughs> well, I love the way the, um, the introduction. So thank you uh, so much for that. And it's very interesting that some of us uh, feel like we have to do everything, right? 
pulling up the boots and, and getting it done. And, you know, acknowledging that we can do everything, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we have to, you know what I mean? So once you've, I don't know if you've ever worked with people and first you go through the secretarial role and then you know exactly what are the things that need to be um, done and also um, what kind of approach is needed and what kind of person you're, are you looking for. So it doesn't mean that you have to do um, everything. And a lot of times we feel that um, there's, we always have to be in every moment of doing something, going through our checklist, but it actually doesn't uh, always give us the time, right? And uh, sometimes the silence, let's say, uh, Mm. that's booming, I love the bombshell name, that's booming and knocking on our door, trying to get us to see something that perhaps we're so busy um, we haven't acknowledged. So uh, really exactly what you said, and I love that, uh, sometimes when communicating with people, um, a silence that is not ignoring them or uh, not, not listening to them, but a silence that allows them to share after you've just given a little bit of input, allows them to share their approach, what they know. It might be someone, like you said, that doesn't necessarily like to do things or to do a lot of work, but they might have an insight that actually uh, allows us to not just take baby steps, to, but to make a, a huge jump. Just something that pops um, in us from just a little phrase that they might say or a little question that they might ask uh, us. So really, uh, communication is different in, in every atmosphere, in everyone that you're um, engaging with, uh, because we're all we all have a little bit of difference. There's so much about us that is the same. You know, I've got a body and arms and legs and nose and, you know, I smell some people and taste, even though some people during COVID couldn't do that. (laughs) 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 We have so much in common, you know what I mean? So what if we were actually, um, when communicating with others, uh, interested in seeing what is that unique difference they have? Uh, what is that maybe slight little tweak uh, that they can open um, up for you that allows you to see something in a very different way than, than you have seen it thus far or approached it. Uh, so, you know, communication is not just a one-way street, like us getting our point across, just right. like with you, right? It is also our um, willingness and our capacity uh, to hear um, and receive what um, what other people are communicating, even if it's not through words, right? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that because um, that you know, there's I do psychoanalytics and personality and behavioral profiling and that sort of thing. So I know there are people who are inherently people who need to think their ideas out loud. There are people who are inherently introspective. They need to. Um, just process internally. And so if you're communicating with one or the other, I would dare say that those are different styles, but it's not incumbent upon them to meet your style. If you're leading them, it's incumbent upon you to figure out what their style is to get their highest value out of them. And I don't mean that like is squeeze everything you can get out of them for, for the company. I mean, allow them to express themselves um, in the best way that they can, because you're, you're applying the platinum rule. So if I'm somebody who's not particularly trained in communication, or I don't have a tool in front of me to help me identify the type of behavioral tendencies of my employee, 
what is your best tip for somebody to just take a pause and figure out what do I do with this human in front of me? Who's different than me? Yeah. Well, there's, you know, there's always um, something going on in everyone's world, right? So sometimes if you only have 10 minutes, we only have 20 minutes, we only have a half hour. Sometimes if you're willing to take a couple of moments, right. To um, engage in a conversation that is um, relative to something going on in their lives. Mm. It might even be, be um, easy as a question. How was your morning? Yeah. How did you get here? Did you run into traffic? Um, and uh, just allow them to share something. And while they're talking, right? A lot of times we're already thinking, okay, I hope they finish talking quickly because I need to get to my point, right? Right. <laughs> but if we, if we um, gift ourselves, right, a presence while they're talking, there'll be a moment at which something they say um, will give us a um, phase of relaxation. And that is probably the, um, the doorway, the uh, pathway, the connection that you have. So just doing one response. Oh, it was interesting when you said this thing. Um, that's shown up for me too. What do you know about it? Mm. And once you talk with someone, even if you only have 10 minutes, if the first five minutes is inviting them to share what they know, you know, um, then the next five minutes will go by so quickly because you've actually opened the door up for them and they, there's a flow yes. going on. Does that it's that sense? flow. That's such a great word because yeah. they, when there's a disconnect, it's coagulated. It's like, I'm not connecting with you. And I think that's the frustration that so many people are feeling in the workforce right now is I don't know how to get you to do what I want. <laughs> And and what I want is this over here that has to get done to move business operations forward. And so there's this frustration and, and I think, you know, the frustration is opposite of flow. So I love you using that word and how do we get to that flow? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can go ahead. Did you want to? No, no, you go, you go. Um, And, and also just ask me, this is what I'd like to get done. Do you have any input for me? That's one I wanted to um, um, uh, suggest, but um, just really uh, simply, usually when there is, you know, not a flow going on, it's either that somebody is being pushy. Yeah. Right. And you can feel that you feel a bit bombarded, you know, and and it's fatiguing for you Um, or someone's feeling needy. They're like sucking you dry, you know, they're, they're pulling, you know, and, and feeling needy. And that is exhausting as well. And, you, you know, one of them makes you want to sort of fall back when they're being pushy yeah. <laughs> and when they're being, you know, and another one when they're, you know, like, like feeling needy and then needing something, it makes you want to sort of fall forward and collapse. So there, you know, sometimes people are pushy. Sometimes people are needy and they're, you know, pulling, pulling. Sometimes they've got up some barriers and walls. They're not letting you in. There's nothing that's going in their world. That's right. Sometimes they're on empty. They're just like, you know, not there. They're like the walking. So dead. many people are empty right now. The <laughs> you know? trauma that the collective has been through for the past couple of years. And then the individual ways that all the dynamics of a global pandemic and economic crisis. And now there's war and, you know, there's been, um, race issues and there's been all kinds of stuff happening just that it's almost suffocating and people are exhausted. We have a talent 
puddle, not a talent pool. People are having a hard time finding people to work. And then once they find those people, they're having a hard time getting them to actually show up for work. So people are exhausted. And I think, you know, during COVID and, you know, whoever it was, Dodge or Ford is like, we're all in this together. (laughs) I think people have lost that sentiment and they're like, just suck it up, make it happen. Who cares that there's you know, supply chain issues, talent issues, like just make it happen. We're, we're back to pre COVID expectations, but we don't have pre COVID resources. So we're tired. Yes. And we do actually have um, not only pre COVID uh, resources, they might just be on hold, you know? Um, So we have to reignite them, but we also have the gift of COVID resources, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's something that there's there's so much that unites us than separates us. We've all, I mean, has there ever been anything like that? That's all over the world. You know, it's like my first time being two countries away at the moment um, from the war, you know, and, uh, you know, and so, and lots of, um, you know, from Boston, lived in New York for years and university there and first couple of careers. And um, I've never actually been this close <laughs> yeah. to war. However, I've traveled uh, quite a bit and I, have, um, I was in the Ukraine in September of last year and I've been to Russia um, several times. And, um, and so um, what's going on with them with, uh, and how people are communicating um, at them, mm. um, not necessarily with them, is, is quite different. But knowing these four um, things, if something's not uh, feeling comfortable for you in a communication. Um, there's, you know, when we talk about a flow, you've been in a river before, right? So you might be standing in a river that's flowing. And if you're facing in one direction, the, the river is like, you know, pushing against your legs, yeah. you know, so or pushing you forward. If you're facing in the other direction, it's coming towards your legs and pushing you back. And that's what a flow is. It's either you're flowing um, from behind you, through you to someone, you know, giving them, um, some filling them up when they're empty, you know, um, or um, even when they are pulling you and feeling needy. A lot of times we're resisting and we're pulling back and they're pulling us and we're pulling back and we're not allowing them to, you know, pull us. And sometimes that's called marriage too, right? But if you're actually interested in communication, what is the direction of the flow that's required in any given moment? And it's not always the same. Oh, this person's feeling needy. Okay, let me, you know, not resist them and let me fill them up, right? Um, but that might change in, in a few moments. So I don't, you know, anyway, that's uh, communication going um, forward. But knowing that if you're feeling um, some resistance, just ask, do I need to flow something to them, right? Or do I need to receive something from them, go in the other direction, pull from them, you know? And what I talk about is not just flowing from you and exhausting you and emptying you up, but actually engaging with whatever it is that they feel like they need, you know? Whatever it is that will fill them up. Do they want orange juice in their cup? Or do they want water in their cup? Yes, <laughs> exactly. You know? Because once someone's cup, a lot of times we're trying to give people, you know, our cup, uh, water from our cup, which is half empty. And if we're just giving them from our cup, which is half empty, 
sooner or later, the cup will be empty. Make sure that your cup is overflowing so that you're actually able to, you know, overflowing with water, let's say, so that you're actually having so much abundance to give to people um, that uh, you never um, get uh, die of thirst um, and they always get some fresh uh, water. Just so, you know. Well, let's uh, talk about that for a minute. Um, let me just say if somebody is pushing you, let me just say, share that with you. If somebody's being pushy, you know what I mean? Or, or they've got barriers up, right? They're used to thinking that is the only way that they can get you to listen to them if they're being pushy, you know? And so I don't know if people ever call you and try to sell you something. And they're like, hey, I'd like to talk to you. I want to sell you this. And like, do you want to get this? And do you have this? And then you're like, oh my goodness, wait a minute. Let me just give me a moment. Yeah, you know? I have no patience for that. Um, right. <laughs> so a lot of t- exactly. So a lot of times we put up those walls or barriers or we block them out, right? But just give it a try, uh, Amber. If they're pushing you, what would make the communication flow? If you were not resisting them and you were actually pulling them towards you, they'd be like, oh, uh, wait a minute. Um, yeah. hi, this is easier than it usually is. And when, they, when they're feeling that easy and you are so uh, intuitive, um, and I love that about you, uh, when they're feeling they're no longer pushing, the conversation and the words may stay the same, but the energy has changed a bit. Yes. And so you might be standing there and um, you know, not laughing because you know it's changed. You might be standing there with that, you know, curious look on your face like they need you to have physical communication, you know. Um, however, the flow of the um, communication is uh, quite different. Uh, so just ask, do I need to flow toward them or do I need to flow from them? And, I love uh, that. And see which, and just asking that, it already activates. Yeah flow towards or away. I love that. That's a, that's one of those nuggets where that's when I'm talking about making choices or um, where we're spending our time or who we're spending our time with. I always ask my clients, does this decision move you towards who you're trying to become or who you are becoming, or is this moving you away from who you are becoming? So this flow towards that just kind of goes with that same expression and, and it gives an easy way, a just quick one sentence question to yourself to figure out like, how do I need to handle the situation in front of me? Right. I have do a big, I need to flow toward them or do I need to flow from them toward me? Yes. Really you know what I mean? Yeah. And so once you do that, it actually goes back to ground zero to neutral. And then you can decide if you want to run away <laughs> you know what I mean? or if you want to stay because they're, they're just relaxed. And so you're like, okay, thanks so much. Goodbye. If you get that, you want to go, or if you want to stay, then yeah, the engagement with them becomes very different. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, that takes me exactly where I want to go next, which I wasn't planning on going here until you gave this um, process. Um, so I live in the South, but I'm originally from Southern California. So either way, I'm Southern. But um, in in SoCal, it was like I could be like, Cass, you know, we don't really jive. I don't really care how you do things. I know you don't really care how I do things. But you know what? We're working on this project together. Let's get this done. Not in an ugly way, but just like energetically, we don't match or we don't value the same things. But we can be cordial, but we're also not being fake. Um, I'm in the South. Um, and I know you've been Boston, you went to NYU, right? 
Um, You've been to Paris. You currently live in Rome. So very worldly. Um, And no knock to the South. Obviously, I choose to live here and I have for a long time. But the thing that's so curious about me and I see it socially, but then I also see it in, in the companies that I work with. And I'm just like, mind melting, don't know how to get people to look at this differently. I'll give you an example. People routinely and ruthlessly <laughs> talk about, you know, we'll, we'll say um, uh, Christy or Bob. I'm just pulling names out. And then it's not that they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to be nice to their face. It's almost like they go out of their way to show the world that they're still friends with them. Like they'll tag them on social media in a picture or they'll share something that, that, that Christy or Bob or whatever I named them like posted and be like, oh, you should support this person. And it's like, but you don't even like this person. You actually go out of your way to actively disparage them. But then you put this face out there. So I, I do think there's like certain cultures where it's difficult to trust the words that are coming out of somebody's mouth. Because if I see that you're behaving this way with somebody else, how do I know that I have trust of what you're telling me, what your feelings are about me? The Are we on the same page or are we not? And considering I do consult a lot in the South, I see it happen all the time in, in work situations, whether it's between the ownership and leaders or leaders and their team members. Um, it's a dysfunction. Um, and then people say, oh, you have to show people grace. And I just think that there's grace of like, I see that you have childhood wounds that are causing this behavior. Um, I, I, you know, I can bless you from here, but I'm not going to invite you into this inner circle or, or like into my energetic space because it's not healthy and it's not, um, it's not supportive and, and it's existing in, in um, disharmony because it's lies. So when you're interacting with people like that, work, personal, whatever, how can you, like, when do you know enough is enough? Or when do you know, like, this person is no longer a cultural fit for the organization, or this is somebody that no longer needs to be in my day-to-day life because communication doesn't fix this problem. It's that, that was a long question, but it's a complicated situation. I loved it. I've got to tell you. And it's so, um, you know, uh, I, with communication, it all starts with us, right? And so your um, wisdom, your um, instinct, your, your intuition, your, um, your connection with you and what you, um, what you get. Somebody posts something, but you know that they don't like them. That's, that's they're um, putting on a mask or a veil, right? Uh, hiding behind a veil. And so many of us have done that at different times in our lives, sure. right? Um, and so <clears throat> recognizing that um, uh, and acknowledging that and acknowledging that we've all done it at different times in our lives, um, you know that something was up for them. You don't even have to understand what it was. Um, and when they begin engaging with you, which was, is what you were um, talking about, and when they're talking to you, if you're, if you're not being um, honest with yourself while sharing somebody else's stuff on, on social media, are you being honest with me? when inviting me to that. And since you are so aware, Amber, and, and I invite everyone to get connected with them and have that intuition like Amber has, um, then you'll notice if it is a similar um, perspective 
of the similar the similar energy of what you got when you looked at the Facebook thing um, and when you get when you're talking to you. And it's it's simultaneous, it's instantaneous, and you just ask, putting it. Yes, is this the same way they're doing it with someone else? Or is it different with me? Because you're different than whoever that is that they've got to pretend to be, you know what I mean, a friend with. And you might be the only invitation that they've had, right, to engage with somebody in a different way. Mm. So just because they treated somebody else like that doesn't mean that they're treating you like that. But don't disconnect from your uh, knowing, from your mm. intuition, from your instincts. Um, and, um, and, and follow that. And once we are not, you know, judging it or resisting it because we've at, we're actually acknowledging it, it's almost funny. It no longer becomes a distraction that doesn't allow us to actually access that capacity to communicate with ourselves, with our instinct, and, and recognize um, how someone else is functioning at the moment, yeah. right? And when you're like that, let me just say, when you're like that, when you're observing people without um, a a judgment, it actually opens the door, opens a door for them to choose to go into that they may not ever have gone into before. They may not have ever met someone um, that was not, you know, with a hidden agenda um, and uh, or with a a judgment uh, about them. And so you might open up for the first time in their lives, a way to communicate with someone um, in a very genuine um, and um, authentic way. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I can, I'm thinking right now of particular business owners who are struggling with this right now. And I know certainly I have um, uh, from an observation, I love that word curious of just kind of holding the situation out in front of you and, and looking at it and not having not needing to assign meaning to it, but just trying to understand it as something separate from your emotional condition. Um, But then there are times where the truth is they just will not ever be truthful. (laughs) So there's like, well, when do you separate like the, the employment relationship, you know, when, when is it crossing over into a lack of integrity and that sort of thing? Um, But I do love, I love, the posture of curiosity, you know, Walt Whitman, be curious, not judgmental and, and explore it before deciding that it's not for you. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, well, and absolutely. Well, more than explore it, um, uh, don't approach it, uh, approach it, as you said, with curiosity and don't approach it already with a predetermined, yeah. um, you know, definition of what it is. And, you know, I love this bombshell um, business uh, because sometimes bombshell business, the way to explode uh, your business into something greater is sometimes to break it down to ground zero. Yes. So, and you're asking, how is it that you, um, you know, disengage with somebody and the business, perhaps the gift that they are being, you know, so resistant, not honest and all that stuff, the gift that they are um, to the business itself or to your life, to your relationship is getting you to go back to ground zero without having been on the positive or the negative on this, you know, polarized reality to just go, okay, let me go back to ground zero Mm. and and start again. And we have all that information from, you know, like you were saying, pre-COVID or COVID. um, And it really gives us a different approach um, also to the future. 
So that maybe we are starting off with a, you know, we're talking about business, maybe we're starting off with a six figure um, business and then we go down to a five figure business and do a jump into a seven figure. Yes. Um, because we're changing too. That's and right. Something, and just about communication, if something irritates you, if something annoys um, you, if something gets, pulls up resistance, then there's probably something beyond that resistance, beyond that irritation. Look to the right, look to the left, look up, look down, look mm. behind you, see what's hiding um, beyond that wall that have, you have pulled up <laughs> against something. Mm. And you know, there's probably something there that if you're willing to look at it from a different perspective, and it may not be about it, that person. Um, it may say, wow, it has nothing to do with them, but I forgot about something that I could actually engage with right now. And so you might say to them, you know what? I know you want to have an argument. I'll be back. I just have something to take care of now. And then as you're going away, you might say, maybe I'll be back because I continually move forward and being stuck here um, with you. I'm not making you wrong for it. On different paths. We're different yep. paths. We're, we're on different paths. We're on different um, locations on the journey. That doesn't make your journey wrong. You're exactly where you need to be. But that's taking me this this relationship, business, personal, whatever is taking me away from who I'm becoming. And that's not that's not my journey. Absolutely. Um, I yeah. just had a, a dinner with a guy who used to be my tax accountant about 20 years ago. I had a um, television production company. Haven't seen him for a while. He's still my husband's uh, tax accountant. I haven't seen him for a while. But somebody that he was working with for a long time, he um, they um, they split up. You know, um, just exactly um, like what you're saying. And if you are not in resistance to someone who's resisting you, if you are not in judgment of someone who's judging you, they don't have any electrical charge to keep that judgment and resistance up. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's no walls up and you're trying to push the wall down, uh, what are you pushing? Right, <laughs> so exactly. they, they have to go to somebody else, right? And push, they have to find somewhere else to put that judgment and put that pushing if you're no longer there. Aren't you, aren't you offended? No, no, I'm not offended. Ah, don't, doesn't this bring up something for you? Uh, not really. No, I don't have time so for you bore it. Them, right? You bore them and they go and find someone else. Or like I said before, you open up that door. Well, what is it that you are doing? Or how is it that you see the world? And boom, the moment they go from answer, you know, results, final goals, and go into question and possibilities, you actually have invited them to discover something else. Now it's up to them whether or not they do it, but you have been the gift you are and the flawless communicator that you be. Yeah. So great. She's spilling the truth here. Cass is on the Bombshell Business Podcast, just preaching it for those of <laughs> us who want to soak it in. <laughs> so there's, um, just as we're discussing all of these different variations of, of how people show up and, and just, you know, we've talked a lot about energy and, um, you know, the, the emotional connection, if you will, there's, there's mental when there's going into, there's mental, spiritual, emotional um, all happening all at the same time when we're interacting with another human. And it's interesting because relationship is so much, if you look at it from a psychological perspective, our, and especially our most intimate relationships with people we work the most closely with, 
um, you know, they serve as mirrors to our own um, understanding of ourselves and our own personal development. And so typically if, if something's rubbing us wrong with the other person, we probably need to get to it anyways, to see like, what is it about my shadow self that I'm unwilling to talk about today? And I've done all kinds of um, YouTubes and everything on that. But I think more than anything, um, if we can remove that projection, if we can remove what we need for them to be, think, say, do, and, and, you know, just follow all the steps that Cass has talked about. Um, you know, I say this from stage, I share this story, I share it frequently. When I went to what was at the time called Swaziland, the only true monarchy in the entire world, uh, very tip of Africa, um, below Mozambique and just east of uh, South Africa, the way that they greeted each other was Sayobona. And so I noticed that they greeted each other and then they also departed saying Sayobona. And I was like, is that like um, aloha? Like, is that a high bye? Like, what does that translate to literally in English? And the person who explained it to me said, oh, it literally translates to I see you. And I get goosies every time I say that. Because the way that the people of Swaziland interact when they approach each other and when they leave each other is they say, I see you. I don't know if there is a deeper need for the human condition than to actually be seen. And when we're communicating, that is our opportunity in my humble, not communication expert opinion, that is the opportunity to see somebody and to let them know they've been seen through how you communicate verbally, non-verbally, et cetera. Um, so I, th- I just find, I say I'm not a communication expert. Communication has been my entire career, but not like you, um, <laughs> different than you. Um, if, if I was to leave our listeners with anything, I would just encourage instead of imputing what you want on another human being, see them for who they are and what they're, what they're really about. And that can help you make wise choices around, is this person energetically where I need to be? Do I need to get more curious, et cetera, et cetera. But something that I read in your bio that I want to circle back to before we part ways today is um, it it says that you have seen many fall prey. And um, let me back up real quick. Bombshells are bold, brave, unwaveringly confident women in business. That does not mean that they do not fall prey to self-doubt. That doesn't mean that Gertrude, which is the name I give my mean girl that sits on my shoulder, that doesn't mean that Gertrude doesn't get into our ears and and tell us lies that keeps us from becoming. Um, but you said it, they may fall prey to self, self-doubt and staying stuck in place. And it's your hope that people can find an easier route to make the choices and the changes they are seeking. So... Can we wrap this up with that expression of what causes this self-doubt and how do we make choices and changes that help us get to an easier route of, I mean, communication is a channel to assume so much. So can you unpack that part of your bio a little bit and share your wisdom? Absolutely. I always love to hear people um, reading the bio, (laughs) you know, because it's, uh, if you, uh, Talk about uh, if you're willing to see uh, all the things that you've done and um, the capacities you have, uh, it'll go on um, for a lifetime, right? Um, And so um, hearing people and seeing people absolutely like you're talking about, 
uh, is um, is wonderful when you're willing to see who someone is, um, hear who they are. But communication always starts with us, and uh, so are we willing to see ourselves, mm-hmm. to hear to hear ourselves, and then when we are willing to do that, we're actually willing to be seen and be heard. Ooh, that requires vulnerability. So much more um, delightful. And as they say, the way they say it in South Africa is pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure. Um, to hear and see others, you know? And so when it, the, the communication always starts with us, so you first have to be connected with yourself because you cannot get you wrong. Mm. Your job is not taken in this world. That's yours. So if you're willing to hire you, engage with you, support you, honor you, trust you, be grateful for you, have a vulnerability with you, right? which means no, um, no uh, judgment and be in total allowance. You know, can you make a mistake? Well, what can you learn from that? You yeah. know what I mean? Can you um, take a risk and then win? Absolutely. Can you fail or can you just learn something from that? Yes. So once you get comfortable and connected with you right, um, and recognize when you're disconnected with you, right, that those walls and barriers are, then you can reconnect with not only yourself, have a quick path back to you, but reconnect with other people uh, in a different way and recognize the riches um, the wealth that is part of you, no matter how much money you have, that's part of your life. And have that curiosity to be willing to see it with others. And then you begin, you know, I say dancing with the riches um, of your life. Um, and establish true connection with yourself and with everyone and everything on the planet. Oh, so good. So good. Cass, it has been a true delight to experience your wisdom and your insights. And I can't say I've ever had a conversation around communication like I just had with you. Um, It just felt a little deeper, a little less like this is this and that is that and tactical and very much about going inward to, um, you know, really find that gold um, that we can offer others, but first to your point ourselves. So um, where can we find you on the interweb so people can connect with you elsewhere? You can find me on casthomas.com, K-A-S-S Thomas with an H, T-H-O-M-A-S.com. Um, and uh, yeah, everywhere you can find my um, Access Consciousness, Seven Steps, uh, Dancing with Riches, my books. But I just wanted to say, and so please be uh, happy to find me. I just wanted to um, say that um, you are a communication genius and that perhaps your, your, um, your motivation, your inspiration, um, I'm, I'm so delighted with this conversation as well because you, you just re- roll out the carpet and it's so, um, so really delightful to, to walk and dance and, and float on that. So please acknowledge that uh, about your capacities. Thank and, you. Uh, I hear you. And I see you. And I see you. So my friends, I'm so glad that you tuned into this particular episode. I think this was a a dose of um, truth and love that we need at this season when things are a little um, 
a little more difficult. I know a lot of people, like we said at the beginning, are tired. We will put links to all of the different ways you can reach Cass on social media, her website, list all of her books and everything in the show notes. So whether you're listening on Apple or you go to amberhurl.com forward slash podcast with an S, you can look for this particular episode and find everything that you need right there. Um, but I encourage everyone, especially to take some sort of action buy one of her books, do, she has an inspirational um, video that we will also put in the show notes, just take some form of action so that you're not leaving this um, without some kind of a productive outcome. We need this more now than ever. And um, I just celebrate you taking your very valuable time to hang out with me and Cass today. Cass, thank you so much for being on the show. Pleasure, darling. Pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) And bombshells, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses. 